Uh, Will. Yeah. Uh, you told me two great stories right now. I know. That we obviously can't share. But I know. I just want to say those were both yeah. both great in different ways. I know, right? The, two different ways. The first one hit me like a jab. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like if you're in a boxing match, and you yeah. kind of just get a jab. And it's like, yeah. oh, that kind of hurt. Uh-huh. But like it woke me up. Uh-huh. And then the second one was the knockout. The second one, dude, I've told everybody I've seen recently that story. So I, I, you, you're, I'm well practiced at it by now. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it was like one for the books. Like all my friends are like, well, you got to make a movie about that one. I think you got to keep exploring that, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that world. Yeah. That you're. I agree with you. I do need to keep exploring this this world. I'm trying to tiptoe around <laughs> it, but I don't know. That's a uh, uh, honestly too uh, for career wise, and I know uh-huh. that's I know that's some uh-huh. like douchey shit. But we no. all have a lot to learn from each other. I think that's what's what's interesting is I think we happen we happen to find people who would learn the most from us and us from them. You know what I'm saying? Find people that will learn the most. Oh, like a give and take. Yeah, thing. a give and take. Yeah, like it's like the, there are things that. Some people know a lot of that I know nothing of, and there's some that I know a lot of that they know nothing of just because of our life positions. I find and I that, think that's why we can help each other. I find that I'm able to get that out of people yeah. when they're strangers. I don't know. I feel like when, uh-huh. when you're a stranger and you're talking to someone, it's easier for you to tell someone something. Like I, I can probably tell a stranger something vulnerable about me, vulnerable about me easier yeah. than I can like a, 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 a family member or a, uh-huh. a close friend. For some reason, uh-huh. when it's a stranger and you don't know, maybe you'll never yeah. see him again. Yeah, there's something really nice when like you you just become friends with somebody and you, you still keep up uh, those... Uh, those I don't know walls. Those those yeah, that appearance. Uh, some people are extremely good at that. I met some people who are like, "Ooh, your your outer layer is absolutely incredible." Oh, it's you're giving your best version. Yeah, and then after like a couple months, they they let down and they're like, "Oh, once once I because I, I feel like I'm the type of person that gives the people around me a lot of confirmation. I'm always telling people how much I love and appreciate them. So after a while, people are like, "Yeah, whatever. Like this is the real me," and I'm like, ah. So like, like it doesn't matter if you like it or what yeah, you mean. Yeah, like, I feel like people start to test you when you're like when you're the type of person that's always like expressing to someone like that you love them and appreciate them like friends in any way. Mm-hmm. It makes them be like, they they kind of take you for granted. And they're like, all right, if you love me so much, I'm just gonna be an attitude with you all the time. I'm but gonna I, give you attitude all the time. Yeah, and I think I I feel like maybe uh, my like t- joyful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I'm pretty like in a I try to be in a good mood these days, and I feel like I might bring in those type of people because of that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I attract bad mood people because like. I'm uh I'm not. I feel like your barometer for these type of things have gotten has gotten a lot better and even the outlook. I remember back in the day you would say some stuff like that about like, you know, how how you feel and you're very you're very open about how how you feel blatantly put. Uh but sometimes I'd be like I don't think Will even knows what he's talking about. Uh but there was one recently that you said and it was that people if they're like let's say you have a friend and they uh-huh. give you some attitude uh-huh. and they come at you a certain way, they're uh-huh. really not mad at you. Uh-huh. Oh they're, no. They're just projecting oh, no. the way they feel and they can't talk to the actual person. No, no, they're, no. They're they're taking it dude, out on you. Yeah, dude, that's one of my life lessons. Like I think about that all the time. Like I just because of how I am as a person, me as of today, like it's, if you're gonna come at me with some attitude, it just doesn't make sense. I'm so into my own shit that if you're coming at me, it just it's it must be offhand. I've learned that when people get upset, it's usually the smallest thing. They're like, this final thing ticked me off, and then I'm gonna go off on this person about it. But if you if you if you really listen to them and get deep, they'll tell you everything. And I love it when people tell me everything. When they get real with when you. When they're like, you know what, it wasn't you, it's actually Broderick. I know, right? And then they start crying. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, tell me about it. It's weird though, but ever since you mentioned it, uh-huh. I now notice that it's a it's a movie trope and a TV trope. Uh-huh. It happens in every fucking sitcom. Yeah, like the 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 yeah. the, the dad gets yelled at by the boss. Yeah, and then he comes home Go and he's to mad. The kid. Yeah, and then he yeah. he fucking beats uh-huh. the kid or he uh-huh. yells yep. at the kid to or the does kid. whatever, yeah. takes it out on him. And that's I was like, oh shit, that happens you know, in life. And this actually happened to me today. Is uh, somebody was? I shouldn't have said beat the kid. I, feel I bad know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad about that. You didn't one. have to do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, uh, at least but yeah, it shows. you know, in, in actual real life, life is terrible. But the new one that I'm on to that I was that is coming on to me today. This is still in development. Is about when uh, so some people are in a bad mood all the time. Let's just say you have a friend who's in a bad mood all the time because these people exist, but we still love them anyway. Andy, uh, Andy, mm-hmm. uh, you're more likely to. Uh, 
like, if I also have something that is, like, upsetting me, like, I can fight off that person's bad energy all the time. Right. But if there's something that's bothering me the one, uh, from something else, when I go and talk to Andy, all of a sudden I'm going to start uh, being in a bad mood like Andy is. Like you guys are just, like, stewing together? Yeah, we're, we're, we stew together. People have a habit of is stewing a, together. Is that a good or bad thing? I mean, I guess it depends on, like, uh, everything Everything in limitation. Everything. I think, I think you got to have your, your talking shit friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to have your positive vibe friends. Yeah. Working hard friends. I think you have yeah. like a, a balance of, I mean, not, not even friends, just relationships in your life. Yeah. You got to have a little bit of every, everyone has that friend that you just like to talk shit with. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You just like, judge you know. everything. And, and you just really like it. I feel like your version of that is your mom. My mom? You and your mom. Just like you. you know, oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, making my mom fun tells, of everything. Your mom yeah. tells jokes. My mom is the joke master like goodness like just yeah i agree with you it's my mom yeah and does it so easy without any effort <laughs> yeah because well, my mom is a, a mother and a teacher so like you have to always know how to say something without going too far but she rides that like oh so hard i still find it incredible that your mom's a teacher I, I for some reason i know right i can't picture her like telling a kid like you need to go home and do your homework <laughs> not because i, I can't hear that you're from right it's just though her personality right. that At i know uh-huh. is so chill yeah and you're right so you're like right. you need to go do your homework you're I, right i can't picture it and you know what my mom was never like that with me like my mom is not like i think she gets all her studiousness out at the school luckily uh, for her her kids just like we're, we're, we get it but you're right my mom was never my mom was never on my back like you need to be doing homework okay so look at that's the same th- that's the same thing as yeah. the as the dad getting yelled at by the boss and taking the the, the bad energy uh-huh. on the kid, it's all energy. Yeah, it's, it's like all energy. Your mom has this energy in her that mm-hmm. she needs to discipline kids, so yeah. she does it to her students, yeah. rightfully yeah. so, and yeah. she's teaching them. It, so when she goes home, she doesn't need that energy; she doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, exactly, oh. exactly. And I feel like I'm not. When I was a kid, I would interpret it as my parents, my mom, like not caring, like taking care of me or whatever. But it's right. like my mom takes care of 36 children. Like, how many kids are in her I class? I mean, like, at a time, like, sometimes when oh, it's a bunch wow. of kids in a class, That's she has, many. like, that many sixth graders. Like, she's not about to come home and then tell me something. Yeah, sixth grade, is that, like, how, eight years old? Uh, like, ooh, plus five, so, like, 11. Is that the trick? Plus five? Yeah, like, you start school at, like, five, yeah. Oh, shit, you're yeah, smart. Yeah, four or five, yeah, I just had to figure that out. 11 years yeah, old. Yeah, I remember mm. I went to back to my mom's school recently, and one of the other teachers that uh, was there was like, please come speak to my class really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, they And tell them about your career. And these kids are, t- not bad. No, okay. These kids, like, they're kids, 11 year olds have about a one minute attention span. If luckily, that. If yeah. That. Luckily, I'm a performer and I can keep it up. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was like, but I'm dying out here. I'm like, how do you do it? And he has this thing on his shirt where it's like, who a, does? The, the teacher. Mm-hmm. He's like, he has this thing on his shirt where he talks into it and it talks into a speaker onto his, uh, to his classroom so his voice is even louder. I'm like, goodness. Oh, like, like an intercom? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how do you deal with like this many rambunctious children? I, I have to become a teacher someday. He like, has a wireless intercom on him so the yeah. kids can hear him? Yeah, yeah. It goes to the, the you know, where the, the thing that calls into the class is like, uh, right, c- right, come right. Uh, come to the front. And his voice would just go into it, which is pretty awesome. Is it because the classroom is so big or just because he's using tricks to like? I he, think it's because he also just wants to be able to be chill and while he's explaining something, but oh, you can hear it better. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't never, think my mom uses that because she likes to be loud. See, that's another thing. Can't picture your mom being loud. Oh, my mom is loud. Yeah, I've never mom. even heard your mom yeah. raise her voice. Yeah. See, she doesn't do any of that at home. You're right. I, w- I went to the class. One of her class might have told you this recently. And uh, uh, last year, I went to her class. And uh, she was like, she just was chewing out the kids. And I asked one of the kids. I was like, man, she's mean, huh? And he, <laughs> was, and he said, no, she's not mean. She said, when the kids deserve it, like, they'll, they'll they, get in they trouble. They get it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess that's true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. your mom teaches sixth grade, so that means she just teaches everything, right? It's not middle school is when yeah, they start. Yeah, you teach everything. Yeah, wow. you're right. My mom is not like you don't expect my mom to go be reading out of textbooks. I really can't yeah. picture it. <laughs> That's I, so it's true. just it's such a different yeah, life. Yeah, you're right. It, it, yeah. It's weird. When I was a kid, I would you know you think of your teachers and you think like uh-huh. they they all they must ho- do this all day long. Th- their yeah. life is to being a teacher, but uh-huh. but no, they they might get up to some shit when they get yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your teachers could be anybody. Yeah. People are. They might yeah. be a murderer. You don't yeah, ever know. Yeah. Oh, you never know. Seen the show Dexter? I seen I, it. Just, I know you really like uh, the show Dexter. I wanted to um, one give you ever like you ever watch a uh, somebody in your life who you care about. And they get up on a stage, or they they do something outside of their comfort zone. Yeah, and you're you're nervous because you're not sure if they're gonna kill it or not. Yeah, or, you know who who knows yeah. what the reaction is uh-huh. gonna be. And then they go up and they fucking slay it. Uh-huh. You ever experienced yeah. that? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, I need to give a shout out to Ava tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, we where I just you know right now it's what 
It's 10, 10, uh-huh. 30. We never, uh-huh. we don't really do the podcast this late. Uh-huh. Uh, Ava did stand up tonight. Oh yeah. Huh? Ava did stand up and she, uh, killed oh. it. Wow. For real? And oh, was, that's good to hear. It was in front of an audience that didn't know who she was. Uh-huh. So, you know, you know, like if it's your audience, you you're going to, they're, they're going to help you. They're going to watch anything and they'll yeah. laugh. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. She, uh, she went up there and did the damn thing. Wow. That's really good. She did seven minutes too. Seven minutes is, that's good. That's First good. time. That's great. And no crowd work, no nothing. I, I was near tears yeah I was, I was, and i was so fucking nervous remember when you told me uh this was years ago when i when i did the main stage at vidcon yeah uh-huh yeah yeah, and yeah. how you were like john was like trying that's to exactly where it you're took like john me. shut the fuck up yeah 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 uh yeah like i i i that was probably the first time that i um i can remember feeling that way i yeah. i felt like i was more nervous than she was yeah 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 because you really want this person to do well yeah that's, that's exactly where it's that? when you that said emp- that is that empathy I guess so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to master empathy these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, that's so good to hear. And seven minutes is good, because like, when they give you like two minutes, it's like, that's how long it takes to get comfortable up there. To clear so, your throat. Even. Yeah, to clear mm-hmm. your throat. So seven minutes is perfect. I'm so glad. Where'd wow. you guys go? We went to, uh, dude, honestly, uh, remember how we did a show at the Open Space? Yeah. So it's like a smaller theater like that. Uh-huh. No, not to shit on Open Space. Open Space is great. Uh-huh. Way nicer. Very nice okay. vibe. Uh, somewhere in like... Silver Lake or some shit? I don't, I don't, I don't okay. know. But okay. it was a nice little... Is that type of room? It was a nice yeah. room that you can really you paint the walls with your jokes. I've been th- coming up with my live performance that I'm going to work on. It's going to take me months. Like, this is... I'm, it's so fucking extra. Like, like people are going to... like What style? Uh, like... Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like... It's like, nah, I'm not going to say that. I'll tell you later. Oh, really? <laughs> but it's good. I, I, need, I need to get a car on stage. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you've mentioned this Yeah, pre- uh, yeah. Before. I see this in my head, and it's the most extra thing I've ever come up with. That's okay. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Uh, I experienced something at this same show. Uh, Ava went on, killed it. Big uh, round of applause. And then um, That's great. a guy goes up after, uh-huh. and he's a stand-up comedian as well, or so he fucking says. His first joke, he stole his joke. Oh, it sucks when you know. Second joke, stole the joke. Oh. Um, fuck, I'm blanking on, on on the comedian's name. Really sad. Last year, his wife passed away. Oh, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt just came up with a special like last week. Uh-huh. And it's the opening joke. And this kid just straight up ripped it verbatim. Really? And I was so sad. You know, yeah. I, I was, I've never, I remember, do you remember when Joe Rogan, that clip went viral because he like called out. Carlos Mencia. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joe Rogan's crazy. Yeah, Joe Rogan like fucking straight yeah. up called him out. Uh huh. Yeah, um, I remember you showed that to me. Uh huh. And I was like, yeah, like I understood where Joe Rogan was coming from, but I was like, you're doing a little too much. Yeah. Like uh-huh. I think if they steal the jokes, like that's stupid on them. But uh-huh. I, I do appreciate that Joe Rogan stood up for like I'm the comedians. I'm pretty sure George Lopez punched Carlos Mencia for stealing his joke. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like at an event or something. Yeah, he or? like saw him in the back and was like, wow. bam, bam. Damn. I mean, they are like in direct competition. Yeah. Right? Like at that time, what yeah. was that? Like early 2000s? Oh, that was like yeah, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Like that was. Just uh, stop stealing jokes. And it's hard because like there's so much shit that's funny. Mm-hmm. I-, I made a joke the other day about my dick being so big it's like Godzilla. My friend laughed and then showed me a clip of uh, Dave Chappelle. Because you know, I never watched this Chappelle show as a right. kid. He shows me Dave Chappelle doing the exact same joke I just yeah. did in my living room. So like, you know, like jokes are like that happens. But, well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like for, but, for this like, guy. No. He, it's not that the joke was similar. Uh-huh. He said it verbatim. Yep, and that happens. He even like this yeah. is how Pat Oswald opens yeah. the special, and that was recent. Like that I, was recent. I feel like if you're gonna be a joke thief, steal something in the middle. I know, steal some old, steal some George Carlin, and people might not know. And like George Carlin, three quarters uh, into the special, yeah. when people like start. <laughs> oh, you're right. Off. Not at the very beginning. Not the first fucking joke. Yeah, you're right. Execution yeah. was the same. I, it was just I was so sad. I saw a dude steal uh, directly from Bo Burnham once. I, f- I remember. I think I told you about that. That's another thing like you can't still a nerdist Bo Burnham is so like I know it's like you know who that is it's very uh it's Bo Burnham and what's the other comedian that's like Bo Burnham he's not he doesn't do music but he's like very uh wordplay heavy oh Uh, Dimitri Martin that guy Uh I've never seen his work but people always say like those two are hand in hand I don't know if that's true Uh Uh, but like don't steal someone who and that's kind of where I'm trying to go with this show that I'm doing but yeah oh like it's it's like a one-man show then yeah I'm trying yeah yeah like a little play yeah like a little play are you the only one in it? I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I oh, want motherfuckers kind of to come in, but like, I and I need a guy with a saxophone, but I need to find my saxophone player that I'm like, okay, this guy can I've be on stage. I already told you, I got your saxophone you think player. That they say, do you think that's really the one, though? I, I haven't think, met him yet. Uh, actually, I don't know. I, uh, he's on my new record. Okay. And uh, I haven't showed you yet. Uh-huh. 
he's got some he's got some vocals. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, well, he's my vocal coach. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a multi-talented man, and uh, okay, I think I got your saxophone player. I hope he's willing to be in the play. <laughs> I'll I'll ask him about it. Uh, he's a he's a straight performer. Like yeah. he is like a you know he wants to be uh, or he is an artist and wants to be in the studio all the time. But yeah. he tells me like. Regardless of anything, I just want to be on stage to perform. Interesting. He just, he just wants okay. to sing. He just wants to play sax. Um, okay, perfect. Because what I'm about to do is ridiculous. He he. Last week he was playing a show at some um, little um, little lounge in L.A. and he was doing a set with T Pain. I guess they were just oh, like yeah. they were just on stage like having T-Pain. fun. T Pain. Like, wow, that's like an interesting group to be running with. I'm hanging out with T-Pain. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend that hung out at T-Pain's house recently. Yeah. You're the one that told me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's hanging out with some other rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, wild. Speaking of rappers, you see Lil B got jumped? Oh, did he really? He really did get jumped by, like, ten dudes. No. And it was by a, it was at a festival. It happened yesterday. They were straight up, He Okay, so he was on the floor, and they were all kicking him. Yeah. Like, it was real sad. And then he got up. And kind of, like, walked away. He didn't try to fight them no. back. And then, like, uh, Travis Scott and a bunch of people, I think like even Drake, oh, were, coming right, out, yeah. were coming out, like, saying, save Lil B, like, oh, protect him. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, Lil B is a, had a good good heart. And you Lil know what B, I'm he said on Twitter, he came out and he was like, um, I I forgive those guys. Oh, you that's know, really good to hear. I, I, believe, I don't believe in violence, and mm-hmm. I, I, I love them, and I forgive them. And I was like, wow, no one's ever done that in the rap game. Yeah. He might have just made some history. I agree with you. Like, I feel like most people, I don't know, Lil B, a lot of people like him, but a, yeah. a lot of other people shit on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then a lot of people don't know who he is. Trent put on his new record for me, uh, like a couple of his new things, and it's just hilarious. I got to be honest with Lil you. Lil B's like, on a different level. Lil B's on a different level. But man, he is really out here speaking yeah. the word. Yeah, and like he produced that whole album, I think. Or, like, I'm trying to think, yeah. like, imagine you got jumped by 10 dudes. I know, I, yeah. I mean, I would forgive him too. Hopefully, you never know. Actually, you know what? I might not have been as good as him. I just don't know. Like, I think in the uh, after maybe uh, you know I definitely would have made a diss maybe a day or two. I would be able to like think about it and be like, okay, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, but like instantly, he was like, I forgive them. Yeah, that's like good. you're still bloody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your he, nose is broken. That means he's 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 vibing the right way. That's he's, he's positive. like a Gandhi. Yeah, he's a, it's he's a, it's the, a pretty Gandhi move. He's the Gandhi of the rap game. Uh, I I feel like I I'm bound to run into Lil B pretty soon. After being in the Bay all, all this weekend, I realized that I need to go be with my roots. Oh really? Yeah, it's about time. Go live in it. Yeah, I'm trying to make a trip back to the Bay once a month. Hopefully, that's that's easy. Yeah, I just I need to go. Like I worked there all summer, but that was in San Francisco. But I need to go absorb it. Mm, the culture. Yeah, because this new sound that I'm working on. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it feels very much like that. Really? Yeah, it, it feels like the Bay. What do you think you have to do specifically, like in the bay, to absorb the culture? Is it like go out to the parties there, it's, or it's really the people? I think I really need to like I I really want the approval of the people where I'm from, like because it's just I if it comes from them, if I get them first, like I feel like that creation will be so honest, mm-hmm. and 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 I don't know, it's just that bay energy. If I I want to be I want to be that I want to be the bay's champion. Hmm. So like that's just what I need. Like I'm not trying. Like I'm 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 very glad to where I'm at right now, but I I want to be the champion of the bay. Got to beat out G Easy. Oh yeah, and he's a great one. I, so I always wondered this. Like G Easy always talks about the bay in uh-huh. high regard, which that's great. Like he really reps them. Yeah. But I'm trying to think like at the certain parts of the bay that I've been to, uh-huh. I'm like, do these people really rep G Easy? Uh huh. Like well, I know yeah. they, I uh-huh. know they really like E40, but uh-huh. do they really like G Easy? Uh huh. Yeah. Interesting. Like, does your sister like G Easy? Uh, I don't think my sister knows who that is. I, and that's what I thought. Like, I'm uh. for sure your sister doesn't know G Easy. Uh, the, and that's okay. Like, I mean, he's probably more popular in LA than he is in the in the the Bay. Ironically, but yeah. like that's the thing. But he's like, still extremely popular. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah he can sell the Oracle. Or, or, Oracle. Yeah, the Oracle. See, so, yeah, you're yeah. right. I see what you mean, though. Yeah, I really want uh like uh, do you want the grassroots like how kendrick has Compton? yeah like Compton. yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. they for sure fuck with him yeah or yeah, yeah. or is it just yeah like, he will drive around his city and hear his song yeah yeah or, i need to be able to drive around richmond and hear myself so yeah. that's what it is you want yeah. you, the people of richmond yeah yeah yeah, want, yeah yeah and so, i'm listening to like you know my sister has her friends mark jimmy like, like i love these people they're my family like like i hear what they're listening to on their phones and what people listen to in the bay is so different 
Like I, I, I can from my personal experience. There's, I think the Bay has some of the worst rap music in the world. Is it like, still? <laughs> tell me how to go. No, 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 no. That's 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 uh, some is, of our best. <laughs> is it hyphy still or no? No, it's just so the 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 way that their audio sounds is like so less precision on the vocals. I, I think that we have some of the worst, but also some of the best. Like the most catchiest songs are mm-hmm. from the Bay. The most least thought out songs are from the bay and i think mm. that's why me as a kid i was like i hate this shit it was because i it was like you, there's no there's no thought behind it but i think that's why i need to get to my roots and stop like thinking so much i want to find like those like like oh my god i don't even want to say the playing with my nose song but like you know like like there's some the bay hits playing with my nose like you, pe- people know like that one song it's just there's just bay songs that are oh, just oh i thought so, this was a song you had no no it's called Playing With My oh, Nose. Well, that might be the name of it. There's a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, there's just... I, I've delved into that. Like, I've listened to the bass sound, and I'm just... And, you know, from being there... So, sonically, you want to, like... Uh, I want to... I know, I want to... I will. yeah. I, I think mine... I think what I do needs to encapsulate that. I need to find myself on there. Mm. You remember I told you, and I've used this term so many times, and I think so many of my friends don't get it because I'm not explaining it well yet, but, like, you know, Blue's Clues. Yeah. Uh, and I told you, I think what I figured out how to do is like, you know, when he goes, Blues can do, we can too. And he hops into a book. <laughs> yeah. That's what I can do on on music. I, and I feel like I want to be able to find myself in a way that's unique to where I'm from. Like, I, I want to, like, I'm not copying it. I'm finding myself, the in true it. version yeah. of myself in it. But Okay, so yeah. how does that relate to Blues Clues? Uh, like how he jumps in, uh, he jumps in the book. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, now I'm a part of this story. So it's like yeah. if the book was the bay and you're, yeah. re- you're ready yeah. to jump in it. Yeah, I'm ready to jump in it, like sonically. like I and, and not only am I jumped in it, like I can be myself there. Write your own chapter. Yeah, write my own chapter in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's kind of poetic. Where, how they feel, feel about you, where you from, where you'll bet at. Mm, I like it. I, I don't see that's the thing I envy I'm envious about you. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to rep you, Kaiba. Dude, no, no. I fucking I didn't been telling you since the beginning. Uh, I fuck with the IE. I rep the IE. No, I know people. It's people. Not good. Every time I ever, I say that, people are like, "Ew, no, no, no." The IE sounds so dope. If you're not from around here, IE Inland let, Empire. Okay, so let me know. I fuck with Fontana, man. Okay, but that's different. Let me know on on Twitter if you think. Let's say if you don't know if you're not from California, mm-hmm. you, you only can answer this. If you're from California, uh, your opinion is going to be the same as mine, most likely. Yeah. But if you're not from California, do you think Inland Empire sounds cool? I do. When I moved here, here from the Bay, and I heard Inland Empire, I was like, that place sounds intense. Yeah, intense Inland in, Empire in all the worst ways. But then now I get it. It's just like Inland Land. It's because it's farther in than Los it's, Angeles. But I fuck oh, with it. I didn't even realize Inland that. Empire. Like that sounds anime. But, you know, honestly, it's just like a bunch of like, you know, if you're driving up the state and you're like, oh, there's a gas station. Well, there's a whole city behind those gas stations. Yeah. And that's what the Inland Empire is. And I mean, it's it's developed. Yeah. The problem is, it's just like I, I was talking to somebody at uh, a gig the other day and um, they were they knew what Redlands was. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, you know, what Redlands? Yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I was from from the Inland Empire. Yeah. And we were talking. And uh, he agreed, and I was like, Inland Empire, and I feel like this is such a hard diss, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, there's a great part of Inland, there's a great part of every city. You yeah, can find absolutely. beautiful things mm-hmm. in every city, mm-hmm. um, but because I'm from there, I feel like I, I have a right to speak from my perspective. Mm-hmm. I was like, a lot of it, besides the beautiful parts, is meth. Mm-hmm. Incest and some, and some more meth. Yeah, and it's like there's that, a lot of drug that's problems. Not, that's not a good and, time. And what this reminds me of uh, is that, uh, you know, I was not, I, I found myself at a time in my life where I wasn't as proud of where I was from. I remember. Uh, I mean, but that changed really quick. But it's because something, uh, even after that, my mom pointed out to me, she, I, my mom came to our house that one time she came for Thanksgiving and she told me, uh, Great she, just, she just said to me that like, she was like, you hate everything that's like you. And I, I realized from that moment, because we were talking about my sister, and I used to have issues with my sister, but now I love my sister the most, as mm. you were there. Right. And uh, I just, I realized it was so true. I realized that the things that represented me, like the things that felt like me, I, I didn't like. And I realized that I didn't love myself. So after that, I had to, I, I realized that I, once I started to love myself, I started to also love other things that were like me. Oh, shit. That's hella deep. I know. So you might find that in Ukaipa someday. Damn. There's you in there. You just left me speechless. <laughs> no problem. I'm sure. Okay, so tell me this though, from your perspective, 
you you lived in that same house. The two you had two different houses. Uh, yeah, I up? lived in two different houses in but Richmond. But for the most part, you were mm-hmm. in one of them probably for the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you know, very you, very young, and then like middle school. See, my problem is I went to like ten. You did. I went to like ten or twelve different schools. And then you also lived in a really nice place in the Philippines. So like, I mean, I lived in a couple nice places. I, I mean, my, like my, I mean, an island in the Philippines. Like uh, it's just like absolutely breathtaking. So yeah. like, what could you say? Um, like even in the poor parts, it's still like an island. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's weird. Like when growing up, I went from not having money to being comfortable to not having money because um, you know maybe my family was up to some shady shit. I don't know. I'm not saying they were, but I'm not saying they were not. Uh, so it was a very interesting growing up experience. Very interesting childhood, at least from my eyes. Um, but with that, it's just like I was always moving. So maybe yeah. that's why I don't really... Yeah, you didn't get those grassroots. Yeah, I don't feel like Ukaipa is home because, you know, I went to high school there from ninth grade to, you know, graduation. But mm-hmm. prior to that, I was fucking jumping around all the time. So, yeah. so you know what? Maybe know. that is where your home is then. Where? Jumping around a bunch of times. Mm. You might find true happiness when you're jumping around a bunch of times. And, and it's weird because it, it reflects in my life. I moved to Portland. I moved yeah. to the Philippines. Yeah. I, I'm just like, I like to get up and move. Yeah, and I do too. As you know, we've moved like, uh, yeah, a bunch yeah. of times. Life yeah. is weird when you realize things about yourself. Yeah, and having I, you a, try to every day. Having right. a podcast is like being a therapist. Right, it really is. For one another. You're right. You're, it, really, it really is. When you, when I, well, go ahead. Well, I think uh, the thing about a therapist, what, what a therapist does is keeps you connected to a person. I think sometimes we have a, a, an ability, sometimes we find like, okay, I think I think I know what it means to be human, but you still need to be connected to somebody. And that's what therapists are there for. To just listen yeah, and yeah. be a and, new perspective. And this is like, yeah, and like I, I, that's why you will, it'll help your relationships with other people so much more if you have someone in your life that you were just just connecting with just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i uh w- when you sat down earlier and this is kind of a tangent but when you sat down earlier and yeah. you told me the two stories that we can't talk <laughs> about in detail yeah. on the podcast yeah the- uh, for privacy issues uh-huh. uh it made me miss something it made me realize something yeah. as we are realizing things now uh-huh. uh damn so remember back in 20 anywhere from 2012 to 2015 mm-hmm the word that I would use to describe mm-hmm. and define that era mm-hmm. is shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. I miss getting into some shenanigans. shenanigans. I don't really do it as much 2012 as 2012 to. to 2015. You're right. And then it was kind of door slam, got to do my shit. Yeah. Then it became yeah. like too serious, which is another. Uh, yeah. Fucking, I'm sorry. I keep going on tangents, yeah. but uh-huh. I, I don't go on shenanigans anymore. You know what's funny is like, uh, truthfully, uh, you remember when we. Uh, when we uh, freshly rejointed our friendship, mm-hmm. and you, me, Maureen, and Ava went to uh, the, the same club, so fun. Uh huh. Um, we were, and then we went to the IHOP, and I had a blast in there. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't think anyone's ever had that much fun in an IHOP. I know, right? Truly. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, uh, Remember, you almost ate shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I almost busted my. That ass. was so great. But I remember I was thinking that, like, you know, this. Uh, this part, I'm I'm a part of a bunch of friend groups. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I really don't find myself as a so- solid part of any of them. Like I, I well, that's how you were in high school. Yeah, my whole life. Yeah, and I just this particular friend group reminds me of how I met your mother. It really truly does. Yeah, I, something weird about. It. I think it's because we all really love the show. Yeah, and it just puts me into that character. Like I become Barney or whatever somehow. Yeah. Like it's it's so weird. Do your other friend like any of your other friends, yeah. uh, close friends? Do they like that show or? Uh no no actually not no one that I know that I know of. <laughs> it's weird. It's like if you like sitcoms, you kind of try. I mean, at yeah. least us creative or not not to sound pretentious, but like the people that we know. If you like sitcoms and you kind of grew up watching it, you kind of try to carve your life into that you corner. Do. You You're do. Like, I kind of want my no life idea. to be a sitcom. You have no idea. Like I, uh, uh, yeah, I'm. Just, uh, yeah, you have no idea. I've uh, got. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I would say it's weird. I'm real happy with my life, and uh, but the, I I do miss getting in shenanigans with yeah. you. Yeah, trying, yeah. Like I do. We would go to parties, and it, there was this this vibe, and it was kind of unspoken that both of us had that we were like we could talk to anybody. And oh, we, you're right. And we yeah, could yeah, really, yeah, yeah. like, just get into some shit. We, we, yeah, because we had the confidence of each other. We were like, all right. Yeah, but we just knew, like, if we walked up to, let's say anybody, Donald Glover. Uh-huh. We knew that, like, if I tried to say something and I failed, you would have something to retort yeah, it. Yeah, and we'd yeah. be back to it yeah, and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, that's, and that's nice to have. Yeah. Man, I, I just don't find myself getting, I don't know, because yeah. I've gotten into such a mind of, like, 
I make music, and when I'm not making music, I'm playing basketball. And when I'm not doing that, I'm doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. When I'm not doing that, I'm doing freelance. Yeah, and or like hanging out with my with Ava. Um, but like I don't know. Sometimes I, I, I don't, I don't allow myself to like, just like like the first story you told me. Just like take a chance. Who knows where I might end up tonight? You know what I mean? Oh wait, which one was the first story? Uh, the house. Oh, that's the second story. But uh, oh, sorry, yeah, that yeah, was the, the second story. Yeah, that one is totally. Uh, yeah, you're right. That's it's a like, shenanigan. Yeah, that is definitely a shenanigan. You're just like, I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna give this 20 more minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. And I do, I do miss getting in shenanigans too. I like, obviously, I'm, I'm very work obsessed. I was talking to my cousin today, and I, she was like, I told her, I was like, I, we were talking about how people be turning up, and I was talking, I told her, I was like, I do not turn up. Like mm-hmm. I, like I legit like. Like I do not party whatsoever. I do yeah. not. I don't get into shenanigans either. They have to like like they have to be. It has to be the right moment. It has to be career related, really. Like I just yeah. yeah for me it's like I have to be doing things of that nature. But you're right. I think. But I've I've gotten to a part. I've gotten to a point where I I need new inspiration. So I'm down to do shenanigans. Well, let's get into shenanigans. Uh, let's uh take a break. Okay. Let's talk about our sponsor, and then let's answer some damn questions, because we honestly haven't done that in a okay. couple weeks. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Movement Watches, uh, for supporting the podcast. The company was started by two broke kids that wanted to wear stylus watches. I know you've been like that before in your life, but they couldn't afford them, and I know you've been like that before, too. So they started their own company. It's brilliant. I've been like that my whole life. I'm, I've been trying to get it's out true. of being broke. I'll eat ramen Get noodles. Out of being broke. I'll eat ramen noodles until the day that I'm making millions. All right. I like that you said get out of being broke. That's that's what it is. It's getting out of it. Yeah. Movement watches have a really clean design that makes a great fashion statement. Watches started just ninety five dollars at a department store. You're looking at four hundred to five hundred dollars, and I know you've been into a department store. Was like, oh, no one goes into these anymore. I bet I can afford <laughs> stuff in here. True. And then you pick it up, and you're like, oh my goodness. True. So yeah, now is the time to step up your, step up your watch game. Go to movement.com/slash/textback to get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns. That's movement.com/slash/textback. Ooh, you heard him. It's time for some of them cues. This is my vibe. Me too. Go ahead and read that first one. Oh, this one's from Nick. It's it's. Uh, he says, "My name is Nick. I've been writing music for a while, and I was one. Oh, I I was wondering if if you think your mood affects your writing, or is the overall tone is the same? Is there a mood you prefer to be in while writing?" Is this in all caps or something? No, I just, I don't know. I just, That's I, wanted the vibe to, you felt? I wanted him to be like that. Uh, and he's not done. When do you think you found your tone? You know, that just reminded me of that dude. You remember that dude that used to make videos in his car and he would like just be yelling and it'd be about like Justin Bieber or something, but he'd like. Oh, my, the Italian dude? Yeah, uh huh. I miss him. Yeah. I miss him so much. He's yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah. But like, he was so angry. Yeah. Uh, I remember it's, him. There's yeah. something cathartic about seeing somebody lose their shit. I'm telling you, the best Look. shit happens in parked cars. Yeah, you're right, because best you can really hear yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and you and you really feel like no one's watching you, yeah. even though like some people could see you, but like if you're in a garage or something. Yeah. Shit, no it, it feels like you. privacy. Mm. Do you remember? Remember that time that we went to McDonald's? It was recently, and uh, the guy in there. <laughs> every time the blender would come on, he would start yelling. What the fuck? You don't remember that? I was dying laughing inside yeah, of yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, we. Oh no, yeah, you and me were uh, and Ian were at the McDonald's, and then there was a guy and a girl and a and a, a man and a woman. They mm-hmm. were sitting away from us. And like they would just be, they were having a private conversation, but then the blender inside the McDonald's <laughs> would go off, and it was really loud. So he would like start yelling because he needed to yell to convey what he was saying. Then the blender would cut out, and he would still be yelling. Are you sure this wasn't a dream? No, you don't remember this. This is real. Yeah, I was dying laughing. That's a sitcom moment. Yeah, uh-huh. it's funny. I guess I only, I was the only one that was really tripping. You commented on it. Really? Yeah, I forget what you said, but it was just really funny to me. My ma- my memory has been hazy today. So uh, yeah. But like it's just when you think when you it's just our, our tones we 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 feel different when there's a loud sound behind us mm-hmm. if it's very quiet we feel different yeah uh, yeah that's why when I'm in my house you know I have like different ambient sounds mm-hmm. because uh, uh, it just it'll makes you feel different I noticed something weird and yeah. I wanted to bring it up to you uh, it was like a random thing that I thought of yeah um, 
not even specifically for the podcast, but have you ever noticed that when you watch TV during the day, you got to put it up to like 35 at least? Yeah, but at night, it's on like six. Yeah, yeah. how the fuck is that possible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I is don't know. Is it just quiet at nighttime? Like, yeah, you're what? right. Even if there's no one in the house. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing because like I don't really live in a loud neighborhood, yeah. but during the day, unless it's at 35, I can't hear what they're saying. You're and right. I don't want to read subtitles, but at nighttime, if it's above seven... It's too loud. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't, know if, I don't know if there's like some science behind that's that. That's something you got to put in a movie that's like, then people are like, that movie was so relatable. Yeah. I too have to turn it up. <laughs> yeah. From seven to, yeah. Do you think that that's like sound waves are bouncing off the walls? Yeah. Because it's like hot or something? I don't know. We have to go outside the city to the country or something. Someone he, from the country, please tweet us and let us yeah, know. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. Even, I love the way nighttime sounds. Yeah. When I go outside and uh-huh. you're just like walking down the street. You're and right. No one's nighttime around, does sound nighttime, cool. Nighttime sounds fucking awesome it's like crisp yeah you're right it is very crisp i don't know what it is i really it. the sound that i like is car, is a screeching of like car uh breaks it's like really very, yeah i don't know why it's very like it's very relaxing to me it's like or big car big trucks slowing down that screeching oh uh, but, I, know okay. you, I know what you mean the question is is our, how does our mood affect our writing and uh I, i'm pretty particular about uh like that too like let's talk about screenwriting this is mm. screenwriting is even though I went to college for it, uh, it's very hard for me to sit down to get into that boat, to get into zone. that zone. So like I know I kind of have to do a lot. So like I I do a lot of ambient sounds in my life just for it. That's what I have to do to, to be sane. Mm. And uh, but when I'm like t- when it's time for me to write a script, I have to go all out. I even turn the heater on, the humidifier. Really, you the, like to the, feel warm? Yeah. If I'm gonna write something, I have to feel really warm. It's just that's some weird shit. But that's like weird. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever works. Yeah, like I, it just like uh, the, so how it kind of works for me is if I'm cold, my brain is on. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm cold and trying to go to sleep, uh, my brain will stay on, and it will just like it'll just keep thinking and thinking and mm-hmm. thinking. But when I'm warm, my brain is like I'm part of the rest of your body. And oh, it's, interesting. Yeah, that's, I don't know when it's cold. My probably, brain is like that's probably why you had insomnia back yeah, in the day. You yeah, I would. Sleep. I was sleeping in the cold. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would sleep with my clothes off and be above the. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I definitely, I definitely got a. Uh, what, what are you looking around like? There's the, ghosts your your air conditioner turned on and oh, hit me scary. in the back of the neck. That's the scary zone. That's the scary zone. Don't touch that zone. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, now I gotta get. If I want to write, I know there's there's hella temp. There's hella. You gotta find what is your right trigger. I, I, I don't know. Some people are like if I drive right under this right spot, you gotta find where is your like this is my creative zone. I. Th- I I realize that I like small spaces. I don't oh, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to make like the actual music, the instrumental part, producing. I don't like to produce in small spaces. I feel claustrophobic. But when I'm writing, I like to be in my car or I like to be in my in this closet. Yeah. I don't yeah. know when it's when it's and it's another thing. It is usually warm in those type of yeah, situations. Yeah. It's very ovum like. There's some ovum. Yeah, like when you're in the womb. Oh, it's yeah. It's very womb like. It feels safe. It yeah, does feel and safe. definitely my car is definitely my most creative zone. It's like I. But what, how I, what, what, how I get creative, it, it takes me a while sometimes. Like, you, as much as like I want to just say I just sit down and start writing. Like sometimes I kind of have to just. There are some mu- some music that I listen to that mm-hmm. I'm like. Did I ever share with you this hockey bone song? The, hockey I just, bone. Yeah, no. it's, it's I, this shit I found on the internet. It's absolutely beautiful. But I like I kind of contemplate for a minute. Mm-hmm. I like have to like. Uh, I have to like. I, I have to. It's like stretching before a run. You're right. Yeah. I have to figure out how I feel, and once I feel like I am, I like open. I'm opened up, then I can start to. Go. See, I hear a lot of people, and this is specifically with music. I hear a lot of people uh, when they hear a beat for the first time, they just kind of go like, "What? What? How does this song make me feel?" And uh-huh. that's kind of the the way that they write, yeah. and that's how they dictate what they write. I I've tried to do that, and I can't do that. I yeah. always base it off of how do I feel internally. internally. Like it's not, oh, really, yeah, yeah. It's and not then I just kind of find the beat that just so happened to work in that moment. Uh-huh. And if it does, like, there's been so many beats where I'm like, damn, this beat is so dope, but I can't write to it. But yeah. I I realized before I was just like, oh, I just I'm bad. But I realized I can't write to it because I just don't feel inspired yeah. about it right now. Yeah, I remember like I as I told you, I've gone through tons of songs, and I remember mm-hmm. the early ones I was doing like Lavelle, my technician. He was he said to me like. Uh, that you have to find uh, uh, beats that fit your voice. Yeah. And I was like, I, at first for months, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I was always think about that. I was, and then now I kind of get it. I'm like, oh, 
I just know that the the way that I want to speak is like if it's a loud ass beat, like mm-hmm. that's you're, you're not gonna get the best parts of Arsenio. Like right. it's it's gonna be that's it's you know I have to find where you can hear what I'm saying. Sterling yeah. sent me a text, a real nice text. Oh really? Yeah, I'll tell you about it after. But he's, oh really? He's a good man. He, you know what? I, I've showed him my, a lot of my family and the people that he, the thing that he and I have been working on, and people really really like it. So wait, you showed him uh, the, the the thing that he and I have been working on that I recorded oh, yeah, about yeah, driving yeah, your yeah. house, yeah. Yeah, he's Sterling's. Sterling's killing it right now. He's a good man. Uh, but yeah. the the last part of that question was, how do you find? What was it? Your tone? Or? I feel like I had something I was gonna say, but I forgot. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yep, I forgot. It's okay. Um, It'll come back. It takes a long time to find your tone. I only I've been making music seriously point. for five years now. Yeah. Um, not that that's a whole long time, but uh-huh. um, I just in the past six months feel like I've found my sound, and I'm fucking really happy about that. Yeah. But it took a lot, a lot of different yeah. like, um, you know, experiments and and different like testing phases and and failing the stuff um, you got going on is very different it's yeah. very like vibey and, and yeah. it's like that's the kind of music that i fucking love why wasn't i making it i was trying to like make trap music like i don't yeah yeah i like trap music sometimes yeah but i don't listen to trap yeah. really uh, yeah you have why. to you you made it what you wanted to listen to yeah yeah, yeah. so now i make music that i enjoy and yeah. i feel way fucking happier about it do you remember when you me and sterling were sitting there and i uh he had he was like i do have this he was you know sterling does not really make trap beats but he was like i yeah. have this one trap beat and i made up that song what was it Hundred dollar, hundred dollar. Think I might have bought a Phantom. Hundred dollar, hundred dollar. He yeah. sent you that beat, right? Uh, no, he never sent it to me. No. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just made that up that day. Yeah. How have I told you about the disc that someone that sent you, and you haven't done a thing about it? I know. I was like, you know, for a second, I was like, finally. But uh-huh. <laughs> I realized, no, it's just I can't. I don't want to. I'm sneak dissed. Uh, uh, I. Like, you don't want to get. You don't want to get caught into a sneak diss. You want to be directly dissed. Yeah, I mean, if if he if he really want to talk, if mm-hmm. he really wants to talk, and like I'm not, I'm ready. You'll listen. I'll listen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but until I'm, you say it to me, like to my face. Yeah, I'm not falling into a sneak diss. Oh, okay, I see what you yeah. mean. I listened to back to back for the first time in maybe a year uh-huh. yesterday, two days ago, and he really did it. He, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, he destroyed Meek Mill. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what anyone th- says. That that uh, I don't think anybody says otherwise. Even Meek Mill himself. It's just that 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 song feels like something. He like you could really, hear it in his voice. He really did it. We hey, heard Mel- something in Drake's voice that we'd never heard in his voice b- before or since. Or since. Yeah, like, I, he really... I, honestly, to me, I fucking love Drake. Everyone knows that. Uh-huh. After that back-to-back era... My, Everybody was gunning for him, though. My, my, I don't know. My, my, I don't want to say fandom, because that's uh-huh. weird, but... Mm, I don't know. Just I mean, things peak in Valley. Things peak in Valley. Yeah, I feel like he'll, I, he's going to take a break and come back. Yeah, I say uh, views was peak for me. Like I just yeah, it changed my like life. Like I was young. Yeah, views like, was incredible. You're yeah, right. yeah, that was for me. That was like I was like man. I, I remember I said at the time I was like I don't think I'll ever be as big a fan of anything after this. You did I, say when that. I was right. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, I just I knew like I was absolutely in, inspired. So I, yeah, I yeah. relate. I mean, I was fucking blown away by Kendrick's <laughs> album. I remember because it came out the same day my EP came out. Which, oh yeah, huh. which is like everyone was tweeting me like that was a mistake i was like i'm not in competition with kendrick that's a <laughs> yeah, whole different yeah universe. i know that's something else entirely I was like my shit is yeah. not gonna phase that at all and yeah. i know that um yeah. but i remember it came out that same night and i was already so fucking like excited you know when you release a project mm. it's it's like finally it's out people mm. can listen to it mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully people like it uh but i was like you know in, in such a great mood probably high uh and then i put on headphones i was alone and i just turned the lights off and li- listened to kendrick's album mm-hmm. I was like blown away. I was like yeah. in tears, and I yeah. was like, "Dude, it's so fucking good." Yeah, emotions, man, and it's so it's so very possible. It's so very possible. Uh, Just I, being emotionally loaded like that. Emo- oh, that's a nice little phrase. I think down. about that a lot. I, I'm not loaded. as emotionally loaded as I used to be. Really? Now, I'd say last year, uh, uh, the peak, like last last summer, uh-huh. I was emotionally loaded as fuck. I couldn't ah, sit down. Like you, w- yeah. you were. You were basing things off purely off your emotion. Uh, I mean, I, and I still am in some ways, but like, uh, no, I, I emotionally loaded is in, and you can be emotionally loaded because someone triggers you, like, oh, I got broken up with. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. emotionally loaded, right? Uh, but like, you can also like, I think like people like Kendrick and like what I like what we were talking about on a different podcast. What I think about Lil Dicky being emotionally loaded is when you just are. You're, I don't know, you're, 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 fill, I, th- I feel like Kendrick, like, because he isn't, like, releasing every week, he gets to fill up his emotional tank, mm-hmm. and then, as he wants to, uh, let it, let it out. Mm-hmm. Like, when, when we're, like, I'm still, like, a working, uh, artist, so, mm-hmm. like, I, whether I like it or not, I have to create, like, I, I don't have the ability to, to sit back and to hold. disappear. Yeah, I can't just disappear and, like, emotionally load myself, like, I have to expel myself today. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get to a place to where I can be like, oh, I, I just, I've just been emotionally loading myself for weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's that whole like, I gotta live life to write this next album. Yeah, I can't just go in the studio now because yeah. I've already talked about everything I want to talk about. Yeah, and I, I love the place I'm in, but like, I'm still working hard for it. Yeah, and what I've been thinking about a lot lately is that like, I have to prove it. Like, people do you, the way that you get that that ability is if you prove it to people first that you can have it and once you once you once you do that then you can like i can't skip this step and it's <laughs> interesting that you say pr- you have to prove it um, yeah i have I- to conjure this beautiful feeling myself so then when people hear it and like when when someone says something or feels something you can feel it too it's a human thing i uh yeah. i was talking to ava about this literally tonight and um earlier and uh we have a friend and uh you also know the person but <clears throat> this person in the particular thing that they w- are doing mm-hmm. i was like wow they are really good and they're on to uh, on their way to something really special mm-hmm. and they're gonna be fucking huge one day mm-hmm. and then they kind of got to a place where they got validation by mm-hmm. a few people and then they got to a stage where they really felt like they needed to prove themselves yeah and then they became not as good in my eyes anymore. Uh-huh. Like, they're still good, but they're not as good as they were before uh-huh. when they were just having fun. Because yeah. now they're taking it too serious. Uh-huh. Now they're trying to prove themselves to the, their peers who are already in a, a better, more successful place. Yeah. And it's just like, they're taking it too serious. And it's just... Jadedness. It's, I can tell... Yeah, it's the jadedness. I could tell that they're not having a good time anymore. It's like, uh, I know what you mean. There's some people who feel bad about their art. Like, if... <clears throat> If going to create is comes from a place of badness to you, negativity, yeah, like, and it, and you're like, I, and when you, and you keep trying to, you just keep trying to do it again and again and again. It might not be the thing you need to be doing right now. Yeah, or you the way to be you emotionally should... loading yourself. Oh, and you and because of this internet age, we don't have that. We don't we don't want to take a break because we're like, oh, I'll follow relevant. I'll get less likes if I post less po- photos. God damn. But it's... in the real artistic world, when you're emotionally loading yourself for that art. That's what's getting me lately is like what I really want to do, I've realized, and it's, it's, it's changed my life. This has been a life-changing week, as you've heard from the past couple yeah, stories, yeah. Uh, and it's not even over yet. Going to New York tomorrow, we'll see what happens. I've just learned that like what I want to do is I want to make the things. That's all I want to do. I just want to make the things that you go to the theater to watch, that you turn your speakers all the way up to listen to. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Like all these other things in life, like I'm so thankful for them, but that's what I want to do. So they're kind of not like they're distractions, but they're kind of like distractions. Yeah, they're kind of distractions. I think we put weight on things that, like, I think you know, people have the weight that they have things on, and I some of them are just so pointless. They're yeah. so up today. They're so of. They're in our phone. Yeah. But I just, you know, I think that I know that what I want to do, it's a little bit different. No, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. Should we do one more? Yeah. <coughs> you got him, <clears throat> Morty. Did I ever tell you that I like Rick and Morty now? No, you didn't. That's very shocking. Yeah, right. Wow. Right. Rigmore is really good. Yes, it's absolutely the the. Uh, uh. While Will is pulling up the next one, if you want to send us an email, send it to sheetintextback at gmail dot com. Uh, uh, also, if you if you can please rate us on um, rate us on uh, iTunes, that would be great. Just, Those are the only ones I liked. Just search Sheet and Text Back and uh, give us a couple stars. You know, give us the, the amount of stars you think we deserve. The higher, the better in our eyes. We want people to listen to this. I love having stars on my and, podcast. Uh, yeah, you know, we love them stars, them gold-ass stars. It's, it feels like good. It's like, kind of like having a grill without having a grill. I saw your sister. She's getting a grill. Oh, yes, she did have a grill. Okay. My All sister right. graduated this weekend. I mean, she deserves it. Let's, like, let's, let's give her that. She, she deserves it. So much happened. I think we do have to do one more, though, Will. Okay, I'll just I just open this one. I haven't even read it, but we'll just read it anyway. Just wing it, yeah. <clears throat> hey, boys. So I'm currently in my first semester at a law school, mm. and uh, with all the overwhelming stress and work to do, I often distance myself from my emotions so I can complete the task at hand. Been there. Do you guys have any advice on how to still be yourself and enjoy the things you love in extremely rough times? Thanks, buds. Graham. Well, being yourself, um, I'm thankful I get to do that a lot. People more recently than ever in my life have been telling me that I'm weird. Not weird, but like uh, people have been laughing at me, and I don't know why more than ever. Like making fun? No, not making fun. I think I've just I'm just goofy or whatever. But like like having people keep saying that I'm like wild. Like they're like I like I can't believe you just said that. Like. I mean, you've always been like that. Yeah, or maybe I'm just finally keen to it. But, like, I don't know. I feel like it's it's more. And I feel like it's because I've been myself more than ever. Mm. Like, I just, I, and I feel really good about it. 
like because what we were just talking about because I feel like f- since I found my my focus or it's just I'm more focused than I was before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like I, I feel good, and I think that's that's vibrating on other people. Wait, so this person is saying that they're they're having they're working hard, but they're having a hard time being themselves. Yeah, and I think you'll you'll find yourself being a uh, feeling better when you are yourself. I, I want to have a conversation with my older self so bad, but Me I just too. wonder, like, is a lot of these things, like, finding yourself, is that a young person thing? Or is that, like, oh, do, are no. people 80 and they're still like, I, I know who the believe. fuck I am. Yeah, yeah. People, you, you can find it, and you can lose it, but you got to find it. You can find it back Oh, again. yeah, you always hear about that. They're like, yeah. I lost myself. Yeah. And I think it's, like, a, a life thing. I hope that I am still in awe of this world as I am now when I'm 80. I can only pray. Like, mm-hmm. that I can still feel this much, like, I have that much to turn on my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could say that, like, I wish how I feel right now, like, there's there's so much limitless potential because I could potentially live another 60 years. Mm-hmm. But, like, I hope that I can feel this open about the future as I am when I'm old. You could always find yourself. I just realized that the saddest thing that can happen in a relationship yeah. um, that I can think of right now, which makes the stakes pretty low, yeah. is when someone breaks up with you and says they lost themselves in you. That's Ooh. so sad. I'm gonna make that a song. Ooh, but it's like, damn, I've had someone tell me that before. They're yeah. like, I lost myself because of you, because yeah, yeah. of this relationship. Uh-huh. Like wow. that's that's yeah. that's heavy. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. It's my fault that you're not happy. Right yeah, now. yeah. Mm, I, you know, mm, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I love love. I've been thinking about romance a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> Hundred days this, off. Yeah, I love romance. While you're in bed watching anime. I'm a big romance sucker. I think that's why I'm like create this shit. Like I'm I'm a big sucker for some romance. I want my music um I want my music to, to be a new couple's song that oh, they that's can really grow nice. old with. Yeah, that's really good. So when they look back in 15 years they're like that DVG song is yeah. that's our song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cuz uh. that's a real special thing that pretty much Every relationship has every relationship song, yeah. has a song. Yeah, I had a that's that's what really gets you. Like you know, I love a Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. It's because it was my song. Because mm-hmm. I I think about this girl. That, or, now she really is my Hotline Bling. Damn. Oh really? Yeah. Or that's the relationship with yourself. That that's when you found yeah. out you loved yourself. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I, I like that. You know, I feel like I love myself. Uh, I you know not. Within the past two months, it's oh really yeah like to, honestly I got keen to it. I'd say it, I, the very beginnings of it was 2015 when we lived in that house in North Hills, right? Because uh, a girl told me that uh, she said that I was beautiful, and I was like, really? And like, I, like it had never been said to me like to me by a girl that I like liked, and I was like, oh. And because before that, I thought that I was ugly. I know it's like weird, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I thought that I was an ugly person, and I think a lot of people feel like that. And all it yeah, takes I is so. most people do, yeah. And all it, it, I was what twenty one, and someone told me, and I was like, oh shit, I'm not ugly. Yeah. Uh, I relate to that. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember when I was uh, with Snake Woman. She 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 said it. Yeah, she would say things like that to me too, and yeah, that had never happened to me prior. And it is a weird feeling. Like yeah. I haven't thought about that since. Yeah. But that is a weird feeling yeah. to like think like, oh, someone does. Yeah, think I'm attractive. Yeah, I don't take try to take those things in too much, but yeah. Well, it's attractive, yeah. uh, not just looks, but yeah. also your personality and the yeah. person that you are, like yeah. inside and out. Um, of course, that girl was goofy as hell. So, like, you know, <laughs> the people woman? that love you. No, no, not yours, mine. Oh, yours. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't even know which one you're talking uh, about. Sydney, I'll just say it was. Oh, really? <laughs> so she's goofy as hell. She's very goofy. <laughs> thank you. I can thank her though. She's the first person that told me that was beautiful. I was like, thank you. Wow, that's not who I was thinking that said yeah. that. Mm-mm, no, it was, but that yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah, and she's goofy as hell. <laughs> Man, I, I just yeah. want to. I want to sit down with Sydney and just have like a taco and just like talk. <laughs> yeah. Just, like how in person though. Yeah, I know me. Too. I've been texting her recently. I think she's gonna send me a new painting. So <laughs> that's yeah. not what I thought you were gonna say. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has been the Sheet and Text Back podcast. Uh, uh, it's always a good time. I hope. And uh, yeah, until next week. If you want to send us a question, you know where to send it. You can follow Will and I on Instagram and Twitter. Love is real. On the same places that it was last week. Uh, if you're at not Mr. following, Haynes. you're probably not gonna do it. At Darren Von Gurner. I got a new song coming out in about a week and a half. That's I'm dope. Really excited. And that's about it. Is that the one we were just listening to on the break? (laughs) That is the one. Cool. Uh, All right, people. uh, Stay safe out there. Have a great time.